Forty years ago, on December 20th, 1981, the morning after the Duluth Christmas bird count, I was watching my feeders as I ate breakfast, when what to my wondering eye should appear but a red-bellied woodpecker. In the Birds of Minnesota, T.S. Roberts reported that red-bellied woodpeckers had first appeared in Minnesota in the early 1900s and were breeding as far north and west as the Twin Cities by the 1930s. But 50 years after that, they were still a hotline bird in Duluth. Our phone was in the dining room so I could watch the bird as I dialed Kim Eckert. I said right that moment there was a red-bellied woodpecker at my feet and heard a click. He was at my house five or six minutes later, but the bird had flown and neither of us saw it again. In my first years of birding here in the upper Midwest, red-bellieds were very hard to see. Now they're thriving, as well as expanding their range. According to breeding bird survey data, their population has increased about 1% each year from 1966 to 2015. But it took time for them to become regular and then common in northern Minnesota. In May 2002, a female turned up at my feeder every day for a week. The following March, she or another female showed up again and stuck around for two months. I named that one Amanda. Whenever she showed up at my window feeder, she'd gobble down 50 or more mealworms in a sitting, going through about $5 worth every day. A few years later, red-bellied woodpeckers were regular year-round, especially in West Duluth. Mike Hendrickson and I, and probably a bunch of other birders, started reporting fledglings hanging out with adults, which meant they were definitely nesting around here somewhere. And then in 2016, I hit the jackpot. A pair nested right in my own box elder tree, fledging at least one baby. That was the first confirmed nest in St. Louis County. Many red-bellieds do have a tinge of red on their bellies, but it's fair to say that the species is rather poorly named. Even those that do have the feature usually keep it hidden against tree trunks. Oddly enough, Mark Catesby, the British naturalist who collected, illustrated, and named the bird on a trip to America between 1722 and 1726, drew it from the back with that so-called red belly completely hidden. Like other woodpeckers, red-bellieds eat a lot of insects, but also feed on plenty of acorns, nuts, seeds, and fruits. They're also known to eat lizards, nestling birds of other species, and even minnows. They've come to my feeders for peanuts, other bird seed, peanut butter, suet, and those delectable, if expensive, mealworms. I've also seen them eating fruits in neighborhood buckthorns and Russ's cherry trees. This fall, both a male and a female were hanging out in my neighborhood, but oddly enough, whichever turned up first thing in the morning would be the only one I'd see all that day. But ever since the end of December, the female has been the only one I see, 
almost every day now. Right now I've been plagued with starlings, which I do not want to subsidize. So whenever I'm at my desk and notice a starling in the tray feeder on my office window, I wave my hand and it flies off. The red-bellied woodpecker is far less skittish. She's figured out that when I wave, the starlings fly off and she can eat in peace. I still feel a thrill whenever I see her, and a bigger thrill when her eyes meet mine through the window. At one point, I was thrilled whenever I saw a red-bellied woodpecker because they were so hard to come by. Now I'm thrilled because they're not. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.